0: Great news everyone, Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with our weekly podcast. Welcome, let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for this week's podcast. We pray that they will share this podcast with their friends, their family, their loved ones and especially the unsaved. We know that your word will go forward and not return to you empty, that it will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus name. Amen. This week I want to discuss as part of our continuing series on discipleship training, witnessing to others. Christians have been called to take the gospel to the world. Yet, according to researcher George Barna, as older born-again Americans pass away, younger born-again Americans will continue to decrease. This decrease will will result in less disciples being made as children and teenagers exhibit a lower likelihood of becoming born again. This trend will continue unless we do something about it. Our task is not to be a witness by osmosis in that people will magically come to Jesus through our good actions and selfless character. Our attitude cannot be watch me and be saved without ever indicating that you are a believer. If you do not know how to evangelize, part of the blame could fall on the lack of a strategic plan provided by the church. The definition of evangelism is the spread of the gospel by public preaching or personal witness. Most of us will fall into the personal witness category. Many Christians do not witness because of fear. If you have an outgoing personality, you may find it easier to talk to people. But if you don't, your fear of rejection is real. Your fear of not being equipped is real. Your fear of losing a friend is real. Or is it? Proverbs 28 verse 1 says, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. We are to be bold witnesses for Jesus. Keep in mind, the person who rejects you is not rejecting you, but your message. When you share your testimony and it's shunned, you have done your job. If your fear is that you are not equipped, continue to study the word. Witnessing is on the job training. Jesus sent 70 disciples out in pairs of two. So find a strong evangelistic mentor to help train you. If you fear losing a friend because of your witness, explain to them that God loves them, and he does not want any to perish, and that you love them too. Our job is to win souls. Proverbs 11 and 30 teaches, The fruit of the righteous is the tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. My friends, be a blessing to others, and let the Holy Spirit give you the words to say when witnessing. Your personal statement should always include the gospel message. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 and 4 exclaims, For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Folks, you are the Western Union courier sent to repeat the message of the good news. For those of you who are unfamiliar with a Western Union courier, as late as the early 1970s, A telegram would be hand-delivered by a courier with a message. Western Union would later phase out the couriers, but God has not phased out disciples because disciples make disciples. So how many non-believers do you know? Or are we so busy going to church, praising the Lord, and hanging out with other Christians that we have wrapped ourselves in our comfy church blanket and not getting out to witness to others? In Romans 1 and 16, Paul declares, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. In our sophisticated culture, some Christians might be embarrassed to speak about a crucified Jewish savior. Paul was not ashamed. I am not ashamed. And neither should you. You see, we are to present the gospel and let its power reconstruct the person. The T in great ministries stands for transformational. It is the power of the gospel that transforms the sin-sick soul into the image of Jesus. Colossians 1, verses 28 and 29 stresses that him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Jesus Christ. Verse 29 continues, to this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mighty. As Christians, we are not to depend on a preacher or a missionary to spread the word about Jesus. It is every Christian's duty to be obedient and not only teach them about the good news, but help people understand what happens when you give your life to Christ. Now let's assume that you have conquered your fear of witnessing to others And you have studied your word with a mentor and you feel ready to share your faith. What's next? Well, you must listen to the Holy Spirit as he gives you instruction on who to approach and when to contact them and what to say when you meet them. In other words, look for opportunities and ask the Holy Spirit to guide. Philip had an opportunity when he reached out to the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts 8 verses 26-39. through The eunuch was in his chariot reading Isaiah, but he did not understand what he was reading. Here is why Bible study is so important. You never know when the opportunity to witness will come up, so expect questions. As Philip began to teach and preach Jesus to the eunuch, the moment presented itself when water became available, the eunuch asked to be baptized. Philip asked the qualifying question, Do you believe with all your heart? Philip immediately baptized the eunuch. Now, I hope I don't lose some of you over baptism. Specifically, who can baptize? The Great Commission gives apostles the authority to make disciples, baptize, and teach. Man, in his finite wisdom, has put restrictions on who can baptize, while the Bible does not say who may baptize. Jesus did not baptize. He was the master teacher. Look at John 4 and 2. Paul also did not baptize. Moving on, Jesus sets the example of the opportunity to witness in John, the fourth chapter, verses 5 through 42. The event was a meeting at the water well with a woman from another race, and it began with a simple icebreaker. Jesus asked, Give me a drink of water. Jesus wastes no time but goes right into teaching mode. His teaching converted the Samaritan woman who proceeded to tell the whole city. The Bible says that many Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. So if you'd like to increase your witness to others, pray this prayer with me. Father, give me Holy Ghost boldness. Show me who, when, and how I am to witness through the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. My prayer for you is that you find a good Bible-teaching church where you can continue your education. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or call us 678-693-2204 Be blessed and have a great week.